it's been a few months. When we left this country, it was a perfectly functioning country. And then Adam Burns people get involved. And now it's back to uh, the Grand Ole Opry, the Civil War, lynching. It's a hot mess here in the United States. But we're going to break down the past couple months and what's going on right here on Throwing Down! said at the top of the show, this is Throwing Down. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, uh, by one of my favorite people, actually, to do podcasts with. The one, the only, the mouth of the South, Mr. Adam Joseph, no, Joseph Adam Burns. (laughs) Oh, how sweet. Yeah. I don't like my first name. Oh, you don't? Which is my name. (laughs) No, your name is Joe. Well, I, I understand, but I don't, I don't like... No, for me. For me. I don't like it. For you, it fits. I feel that there was shade there. Which no, is, there wasn't. I've never... Which is so funny, I've, because on the most recent episode of Drag Race Recap, Taylor Latte Boy says he thinks that I bully you. Okay. Do you do you do you agree with that sentiment? No, I don't think so. Thank you. Because here, you know, I come, the- I do, I do come from a long line of abusive relationships. However, so mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah. But here, how do I? How do I know? I didn't bring this up. On, I didn't think about it after I was listening back to it uh, later. Is to me, a bully is someone who uses some sort of power or leverage over the person to get something. Does that make sense? Whether it's using using your size and might or strength to get the lunch money or using, you know, your power and influence to get someone for sexual reasons. Like, you're trying to get something. What the fuck do I get from you besides you doing this wonderful show for us here? I don't know. Nothing. Yeah. Stupid Taylor. Now, I agree that I bully Joey (laughs) Blacker. He's a psychologist or psychiatrist or whatever, so he's constantly psychologizing things, mm-hmm. psychoanalyzing. Yeah. So before we get into our stories and what's been going on the past couple of months, I have to give a plug. I have to give a plug for something. I want everybody to know. I Okay, I was always a semi-regular listener of... The Geeky Gay. Is it The Geeky Gay or just Geeky Gay? It's just Geeky Gay. It's just... There's no the. There's no the. Of uh, The Geeky Gay podcast. I would, like, I would tune in if there was an episode and I, I would listen to it, right? I would I'd maybe like... At the time, I would listen to maybe like one or two a week. I would just... I would never go back. Does that make sense? If, if, if it was there, yes. I would just yeah, listen yeah. to the most recent episode. I am now so obsessed... With this show, the geeky gay, I feel everybody. But it's, Joe, it's only because, and we had this discussion because you think that I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really think that I'm crazy. I think that I'm just super 
honest about everything. Yeah. And I think I say things that mm-hmm. probably go on in other people's minds, but mm-hmm. they would never admit them. So I don't see myself as crazy. I think I'm just a normal human being that has normal, you know. My original. We, now maybe. Yeah, go ahead. Now, maybe you have different issues than I have, mm-hmm. and I may have different issues than Humble Pie has, and she may have, et cetera, et cetera, right? Yeah. yeah. But I'm just very open and honest about my issues. Yeah. I don't think that I'm crazy. I just yeah. think, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, my original plan today, and I, I almost beat myself up for being lazy. It's like, you know, carpe diem is what I'm trying to say. Because uh for those of you who don't know what I mean when I say that, I had an English teacher in high school who actually wrote our grammar book. Like it was like a nationally used textbook. And he, I was like, oh, he, he looked like someone, an English teacher that would write that, right? But he would tell us how much he hated Dead Poet Society because they bastardized the Carpe Diem. And that what that philosopher was actually meaning was if you just do the shit that you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it, you don't have to worry about the future because it'll take care of itself. Does that make sense? And, sure. And that's what sort of so seize the day. I don't, re- I don't really remember much about Dead Poet Society, so yeah. I don't know what they did. So anyway, uh, so when I said seize the day right now, I meant like if I would have just done my homework when I was supposed to do my homework, I wouldn't be in this predicament because my original plan was I had a meeting from two to three and then from three to four, I was going to pull some of my favorite uh, geeky gay clips and play them. And I'm going to talk about, I, there's, I, there's a lot I want to talk about. I'll only talk about okay. one, but, but, uh, but I'll do that for next time. I want to talk about the one. Now this is, this has been a couple of months since we recorded, you know? Yes. But I want to talk about the one where you said that you didn't like your job and that if you had your way, I w- the clip is so important, but if you had your way, you would have been one of the try guys, but the, but that you couldn't be one of the try guys because you don't have a hot twink body and that they're always naked. I I called this Taylor the Latte Boy. I know Taylor the Latte Boy listened. Did I really I, say that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know Mike Lawson and Taylor the Latte Boy and I are the biggest fans of this show. And there's nothing I love to do more than after a particularly crazy episode to call <laughs> them and be like, did you hear yeah. the latest Geeky Gay? I don't think I said those exact words, Joe. I I think I'm gonna I probably it. said. I'm going to pull I it. think I probably. Okay. But, but before you do that. Um, I think I probably said something along the lines of, I would have preferred to be either a radio personality, mm-hmm. a podcaster, or like a YouTube influencer. For example, the Try Guys. Yeah. But it seems that the only way you can make it in that industry is mm-hmm. to be one of these twinky, hot guys. And I don't see myself falling in. But I, I think, think I probably true. said something like that. I don't think that's true. I, I say this. Aiden, my boyfriend Aiden's constantly telling me I should go on this TikTok. I don't even want to get on that. I mm-hmm. fight with him on that, right? I don't think I should. But Well, I'm also not funny. I, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing inherently. First of all, I think you're hilarious. I'm going to say that right off the bat. Well, that's just because you think my craziness is hilarious. But yes, keep going. Geeky Gay is so good. The other day it was about, he was like, 
you know what you do? You do this thing that I think is so fascinating where you think that the on the nose point is not the point. So I'm thinking, oh, here, here comes the, the shooter drop. And if no, it's an on the nose point. You're like, I'll give you a good example the other one the other day. This is the other day. This is just last week. Okay. Where you were like, actually, I pulled the clip. You ready to hear it? Sure. So my mom, <laughs> anyone knows this, my mom, because, okay, my dad died when I was 10 years old, and I remember, uh, and, it, and I'm not going to get into it, because it made me like, actually sad. when you were t- You're just casually right. telling a story that literally broke my heart about your dad dying in the car accident and how they pulled you from the school and took you in the back of yeah. the car and told you, and it's awful. Yeah. I, I was literally tearing up when you said the story, right? And so you said, so when my mom called me, uh, I said, well, there it is. That's it. This is um, another more bad news. Now, in a Joe Batanz version of the story, it really, because my mom's calling me, she wants to know what I want from in and out. But your story is... It so, actually was. Yeah. <laughs> my my buddy's friend went swimming in the swimming hole and he got he never came back. He got swallowed up. And I was like... No, no that was... I was... but. Yes, I understand. But I wasn't trying to set up a punchline. I think the difference between you and I is you're always trying to set up a punchline. Mm-hmm. That was just what I was doing is saying I have a tendency to fear the worst anyway. Yeah. Because of things that have happened in my life. Sure. And in this instance, not only was it the worst, but it was like this story that is on the new, like you wouldn't even imagine that a friend of mine from high school mm-hmm. went swimming in the ocean on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. and never came back. Mm-hmm. Apparently, well, they don't know. They haven't found him. So the assumption is, you know, he got eaten by a shark or mm-hmm. he drowned or I don't know. But yeah, she didn't say she wanted in and out. No. And then you talk about how you played the trumpet at your uh, at your at, f- at different funerals. People ask you to play the trumpet. I have, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which which is so funny because I actually happen to have. I know you're not going to believe me here. I happen to have you playing the trumpet at your grandma's funeral. Do you want to hear it? I doubt you have me playing, but sure, sure. sure. Oh. Well, that was very strange that you played, <laughs> that, you played that music. Uh, I also want to ask you about something else. I know this is this is not this only is, not only that, yeah, Joe. Yeah. Before you go on, one more thing. Yeah. Not only have I played at lots of funerals, mm-hmm. I've already gotten a request to play at at a funeral when when my great aunt. So now I'm getting requests before people die. Mm-hmm. They're saying, "Hey, when I die." I want you to play at my funeral. Did you think it was weird when um, your uncle asked you to play the trombone? Oh, God. He didn't. He didn't. I No. It the ru- the it rusty trombone. Happen. Isn't that what your uncle asked you to do? Actually, you know what? I haven't played, I haven't played trumpet since March. Really? I have not picked it up since March. I probably don't even remember how to play. What about that tiny little trumpet you used to have? I still have it, but I haven't, I haven't played anything. I've got to get back on the ball and just start mm-hmm. practicing, even if it's just 15 minutes a day. Yeah. I've really, I've really got to pick it back up. Mm-hmm. But okay, I, I have another question. Now this is coming from, 
a professional podcaster. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I'm listening to your show. I don't know. All the time blurs together now because of uh, COVID. And the only reason I bring up a professional podcaster. Yeah. You and to rub it in my face no, because earlier no, I said. No, yeah, I know. All no, I wanted to no, be when I grew up no, was a professional no, podcaster. No, no. The reason I'm asking is you and Daniel, I want to know the logic behind this. I don't know. Have started what? some sort of like. What's it like, you know, Trap 36 or something like that. I don't know what it is. And you're like, where you get all this bonus content, but it's free. And I'm like, well, then why not just put it out in the feed? Well, so, so here, here's the deal. Mm -hmm. First of all, it was all Daniel's idea. Mm -hmm. So Daniel Daniel Brewer of the no one will ever pay for content brewer, right? Yeah, but but we both have jobs and sure. so, you know, and so we're not we're not trying to build mm-hmm. a business necessarily. Mm-hmm. And he had he got it in his mind that he really wanted us to have more reach. Okay. He wanted our show to have more audience. Sure. And so what he decided was, you know, we don't really need to make extra money from the show and we probably won't make that much anyway because it's not like we have huge numbers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's a hobby podcast and, yeah. you know, whatever. So he thought to himself, well, Self? instead of charging people, yeah, we can say the only requirement is you need to be an ambassador of the show and we will we will post various things in the Discord and we will have you – retweet them, put them on Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And that is how you're going to pay. So in order for you to be a member and remain a member, Mm -hmm. you need to do this every time that we do it and we'll track it. And that was his idea. And so the payment that we get is we get marketing for the show. Mm -hmm. Are people doing it? People did do it, but it Uh did not increase our numbers. Yeah. So Daniel gave up. So we still have the level 13 stuff and we have a discord for it and all that kind of stuff, but it didn't increase our numbers. So he got tired of doing the promotional stuff and kind of quit. But the original thought was that was our payment that promoting our show, kind of like a radio station has a, has a team that'll go out and hype Mm -hmm. the radio station. I can't remember what they call it. And so anyway, that was his idea. It was all his stuff because I don't have time to do extra stuff in my life right now. So I I, I, I said, yeah, I could tell you this, that I don't know what it is, which is so funny because I say, I don't know what it is. And there's no podcast that I do any support for. I listen to them. I never write into them. I never do anything. Right. But I, I beg these patrons of mine, the afterthoughts is what I call them. Right. Uh-huh. I beg them, please give me your thoughts on episodes. Please feedback, email me, please. Mm-hmm. Somebody tell silence, silence. <laughs> the only person yeah. that talks to me is this humble pie. There's like six people who talk to me. Everybody else ignores yeah. me, but I do know. I mean, I know my numbers and I know that there's like, I've tried telling the afterthoughts. This is that like, there are a tiny percentage of the audience, a, a minuscule percentage of the audience. There's this vast sea of people that no matter how much I beg them, Never reach out. 
right? Well, and that's always true. For Now, we're not talking about a live audience necessarily. You're talking about people who are in your Discord and – No, no, but even – like, And a live audience, but I mean both, all of that. It, I think you're let, lumping all that together. But let me just say this. Let's, let's use a, the number 100 because it's a nice number, right? Yeah. Let's say I have 100 uh, Drag Race recap downloads a month. Right or listen? Oh, I'm sure you have more. Than and that. I know that, but a hundred unique <laughs> listeners, right? Okay, okay. Yeah, you just turn on a mic, you get a hundred people. But um, a hundred. Which, by the way, Lori took forever to get to a hundred. Anyway, uh, a hundred. Let's say there are a hundred listeners. One time, okay. I was with Lori, and we were in line to go somewhere, and she told me she goes, "Oh, we're so happy we got uh, we got up to eighty on our." Listener, eight. She said something. I go, like, eight thousand. Like I was like, what are you talking? About? I mean, she was like, no, eighty listeners. And I literally go like, if I turned on my analytics, if I went to my analytics and I saw I had eight, I would literally cry. I'd go to the backyard and hang myself. And she was so happy. Anyway, so the point is, well, what I, yeah, go ahead. Well, what I was gonna say is, on live audiences, usually your number of people who will actually listen live are. A tenth to a hundredth oh, of yeah, your yeah. actual, yeah, 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 yeah. actual downloads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So, so what I'm saying, but I'm, I'm talking about like there's different realms. You know, the Drag Race Recap, let's say it has a hundred listeners. I would say only about, if, if you were to scale that down, only about 10 of them subscribe to Patreon and only about, I would say, two or three of those on this scaled down version actually participate on Patreon. There's a whole vast sea of people yeah. who do nothing and say nothing, which is fine because like I said, I'm the same way, but you know, Adam, we have burned through almost 20 minutes here. Just yep. uh, talking about bullshit. Let's talk about more bullshit. It's been a couple of months. What has been going on with you? What stories do you have for us? Why do you always ask what stories do I have? There, wait, wait, hold on for a second. <laughs> We've been gone for two months, <laughs> and you have a daily journal podcast that you've continued to do. You can pull from your vast library of tales. That's true. I think I'm, you know, Daniel bullies me. Mm -hmm. now, Daniel so does bully I'm, you. He does bully So I think you. I'm, I think I'm shell shocked from mm -hmm. repeating stuff. Well, I, you know, it wasn't really drama so much because it, it turned out to be, drama free but in my mind it was very drama filled and that is my aunt and uncle came to town sure so christmas and i don't remember when you and i stopped or stopped recording we took our break mm -hmm. it was it before thanksgiving oh yeah i think right beginning of november maybe even the end of maybe the halloween actually i think it was okay. halloween yeah so um so i mean a lot of you know, I've I bought I bought furniture for the studio. Mm -hmm. I got an eighty-five inch television mm -hmm. in here. Mm -hmm. But um, but over the holidays, my aunt and uncle decided to come to town, mm -hmm. and I had to go through all of the. I don't. I don't Wait, do I have well a question. I have a question. Do you and and um, and uh, Mark have like an agreement? You know, how people go like, "Oh, if Jake Gyllenhaal wanted to hook up with me, I get a pass." Do you have a free pass with your uncle? Yeah, actually. Okay. Yeah, but I have a contract and everything. Okay. So uh, it's in writing. Um, so my aunt and uncle from Idaho. Mm -hmm. Well, they moved to Idaho. They're not from Idaho, but they live sure. there now. Anyway, does that's irrelevant? 
Go ahead. They decided to come and see my parents, mm-hmm. and my parents only live about five minutes from us. Well, my parents are not taking COVID as seriously yes. as Mark and I are mm-hmm. taking it. And it's hard for me, especially with my mom. And I, and that was one of the recent things I talked about on Geeky Gay is it's hard for me to, I never want to displease my mom. Mm-hmm. It's just like, if I was going to displease anybody, it's, it, it's the worst is displeasing my mom. Sure. And, uh, and they, and this was a very simple thing. They said, Hey, why don't you guys come over and, um, and, well, it was two things. When when they got to town, they said, can we have dinner? And so I I was kind of up and down about that because my aunt and uncle had just flown in the day before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they, if they wore a mask and all that. I'm not mm-hmm. really sure. I didn't mm-hmm. give them a questionnaire. Mm-hmm. They hadn't gotten a COVID test. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. But I thought, okay, I will – We'll risk it. We'll just go over. It's just, it's just them and my mm-hmm. parents yeah. and the two of us. We'll risk that. So I said, mm-hmm. Hey, why don't you come over to our house? We'll have dinner. You can see our decorations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they hadn't seen our new house, mm-hmm. but then they said, okay, well, we're going to, sure. We did that. And they said, okay, well, we're going to take them to Branson <laughs> Wait, because I, they're in town. I want you to know. I've heard this story, but I don't care. I love hearing your stories, right? When you said, I was in the car, I remember exactly where I was in the car. When you said that they were being careful, and then they went to Branson, Missouri, I was like, (laughs) what the fuck is going on in this goddamn country? Because then, are the theaters open in Branson, Missouri? Apparently. Apparently they are. Okay, go ahead. So, so then, so they tell us, okay, well, we'd love to have a game night, but we're going to Branson. And I, I had kind of known, mom had mentioned mm-hmm. that they were going to Branson. Mm-hmm. And I've been stressing out about this because I thought there is no way mm-hmm. after they go to Branson, I want to see them again for, for, for at least 14 days. Mm-hmm. I, we, we need to quarantine. We need that. They need to quarantine. If they're going to choose to make those yeah. poor decisions. Yeah, I agree with you. They need to quarantine or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, they're not taking it as seriously. And I don't have, I don't know how my parents feel about the whole Trump thing. And I don't know if they think COVID is a hoax. I, because I avoid having those substantive conversations with them anymore. Mm-hmm. Because I just like they're probably going to say something that's going to depress me, mm-hmm. and I'm it's going to make my opinion them even less than it is now. And you know, when you're growing up, you well, I don't know, I did at least. You have a certain opinion of your parents, mm-hmm. and you think of them a certain way. And sometimes, as you get older, some of those preconcept not preconceptions that wouldn't be the right term mm-hmm. some whatever whatever the term would be the the things you've thought about your parents mm-hmm. change because you realize things about them that you didn't know mm-hmm. before when you get out of their household and mm-hmm. so i try to really avoid having conversations because 9 times out of 10 they're going to say something that's really going to disappoint me mm-hmm. and it's going to disprove something i thought about them mm-hmm. And so I don't know how they feel uh, about COVID and all that kind of stuff. Really, I don't, I, I'm not really sure. But but anyway, so they were they said, "Oh, we're going to go to Branson. You guys come over and have a, a game night after we get back." 
But I didn't want to say it was because of COVID. I wanted to say no, but I didn't want to say it was because of COVID. I said, well, just, you know, just let us know when you're back and yeah. we'll talk then. Yeah. And but I mean, kind of, there's no punchline here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh bottom line is I was trying my best to avoid having to say yes or no flat out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was just hoping maybe they'll forget and they won't call me back, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then mom texted on that Thursday after they got back, Oh, you guys want to come over tonight? And I said, Oh, I don't know. Uh let me, you know, think about it. And then yeah. she called me that anyway, I kept putting her off. And finally though, mm-hmm. I finally just I, I was able to say no. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. I don't even know if if they got. Do you think if they that, got sick? Do you or think anything? that they know that it's because they went to Branson and went to go see like Paul Anka live, or I don't know what they went to go see. I don't know because maybe, mm-hmm. but I just don't like. I don't like those uncomfortable. And I told my mom a few months ago. I said I don't want to have political conversations with you mm-hmm. because you're going to believe what you're going to believe. I'm going to believe what I'm going to believe. Neither one of us is going to convince the other one, and it's just going to be an uncomfortable, not fun conversation. And when mm-hmm. I have interactions with you guys, mm-hmm. I want them to be loving, fun mm-hmm. interactions. I don't want to have arguments or fights or mm-hmm. anything. So so um, last week – I don't know if you know this. Oh, do I do know this. So everyone needs to know this. You know last week uh, – we're recording this January 11th, 2021 – and on January sixth, twenty twenty one, which was last week, uh, some in some in some domestic terrorists decided to lay siege to our capital. Right? Yeah. Now it happened around here on noon my time. Right? It it it, it felt so long that day. Right? Like I'd been <sighs> watching TV. Yeah. Th- I'd been watching TV since the morning. Right? Because I would have wanted to watch this uh, confirmation. Mm-hmm. Then I'm, I'm glued to the everyone needs. To, I'm glued to the television. Right? Hours. Yeah. And I want to say about two or three o'clock my time. So it's been like two or three hours now since this uh, attempted siege on the Capitol happened. Mr. Adam Burns calls me on the phone. And I yeah. go, hello. And he goes, are you watching what's going on, on in the at the Capitol? And I go, yeah, it's it's crazy. He's like, I know. I just saw them. They're in the Senate. And they're, they're standing at the podium. It's just fucking disgusting. You don't use the F word, but you're like, it's disgusting. I don't like it. And I'm, you know, hop mad. And then he's just telling me, he's like, yeah, this is really awful. What's happening? I mean, I don't know what's going on. Oh, my God, they broke windows. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. This is the part that was so shocking to you. You're like, you're like, I'm just seeing it right now that they broke some windows. I'm like, what about the part where they were like, you know, you know, like repelling off the wall into the Senate chamber? And well, I hadn't seen that either. <laughs> Uh-huh. So I thought they got – I didn't realize they were actually vandalizing stuff. I thought they had managed to get a door open okay. or something, mm-hmm. you know. And then I was talking to you, and they played the footage of them breaking the window. And so it was just – I was it was real-time reaction. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because that it. was the first time I had seen it. And the repelling part, I didn't see that until later in pictures afterwards. So ultimately – so I know so, that you so, – but, but that is a major event that happened in this country. Yeah. You know, have you spoken about this with your mom or your or anybody at all? No. Do you no. do you think they, do you think that they believe it's Antifa? They watch Fox News, Joe. I don't know what they believe. I, they could. Mm-hmm. They they are Fox News. Every time we go over there, maybe they don't. 
but I'm afraid to find out. Yeah. Because I, I just want to be ignorant of that. Mm-hmm. If they if they are that type of I don't even want to know if my parents mm-hmm. are either that stupid. Yeah. Or that hateful. Yeah. Either one. I don't want to know. Maybe they're not, but yeah. I don't want to know. It would totally I don't know what it would do. It would depress me for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, you know, so over here, speaking of my parents, I have crazy parents too. Now I'm lucky that my parents are crazy on the liberal side. In fact, right now, Betty is on a tear unfriending people and fighting with people because they're, you know, with this shit, right? Which I tell her, just don't get involved, right? Don't get involved. Why are you getting involved? Anyway, but a couple of months ago, maybe around end of November, my parents decide they want to get a new washer and dryer. The washer and dryer they have is so old. It's on the brink of, of, of breaking down all the time. They've had it for almost 20 years. They're having a big sale at Best Buy. Let's just buy a new washer and dryer. Their money, they can do whatever the fuck they want, right? Sure. So they go to Best Buy and they're like, they buy the washer and dryer. And like, Best Buy's like, we're going to deliver it like Monday. Okay. Okay. So, uh, my mom's like, okay, you know, so she goes, she doesn't, they don't want to just get rid of the washer and dryer. I mean, they're functioning washers and dryers, you know, washer and dryer. So we call a cousin of mine who lives in East LA and I don't know, my mom's just talking to her and she it comes up and she says, you know, I have these neighbors. They don't have a washer and dryer. They, they, they're poor. COVID's really hit them because they own a fleet of ice cream trucks. And that's how they make their money is, is ice cream trucks, driving through neighborhoods selling ice cream, right? And so COVID has a, yeah, I'm not good for that. And she goes, they need, my mom's like, you know what? I would love for these to go to a good home. Tell them if they come pick them up, they can take them. And my, Linda is my aunt's name. And she's like, great, we'll come by on Sunday, Abby, the day before the washer dryer come and pick up this, this, my mom's like, make sure they can, they have a truck to take this stuff. No problem. So now, now I don't get this part. My mom is giving, this is, but this is my mom's nature. She's giving this washer and dryer to these people. My mom wakes up super early Sunday and she's like, like she's selling, like she's giving it to them for free. <laughs> Right, <laughs> she doesn't want them to think bad of her. Like, yeah. oh, what? A, how junky is this woman with yeah. these nasty, dirty? Yeah. So she's I can, like, I can kind of see that. So she's polishing the washer and dryer, blah blah blah. And she's like, and my Linda's like, we're gonna be there, like nine a.m. sharp. I'm gonna say right. So I may be similar to your mom because we we pay for movers mm-hmm. when we move. Yeah. And specifically, our mattress on our bed. Yeah has some stains on it because my dog peed on the mattress of uh, mm-hmm. not my current dog, but the dog before mm-hmm. peed on the mattress back when I lived in Texas mm-hmm. and I couldn't get the stain out. I washed it and mm-hmm. did everything I could, but I couldn't get the stain out. And I was so worried that the movers would think bad of me for having a pee stain on the mattress mm-hmm. that I made sure I completely covered up the mattress and, and completely, put the plastic around it and everything myself before they ever arrived. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't see the stains on the mattress. Yeah. So well, look, you're, you're cut from the same cloth. So anyway, yeah. so I, it's like, it's, they're going to be there 9 a.m. sharp. And like Linda's even calling like we're passing this freeway now and giving updates. So they're going to be there any minute. 
right? And I hear my mom go, which my mom does not curse, but I hear her go, fuck! <laughs> and I go, and she's, and she, she starts calling for my dad. Ah, yeah, calling for my dad, right? I go, what's the problem? Anyway, I'll just tell you what's happening here. My dad comes running in. She was trying to clean the lint trap out with like this like metal thing and she dropped it inside of the dryer and now the dryer won't start. She can't get it out and these people are going to be there any minute. Okay. <laughs> and, she's, and so my dad's running around. They're trying to get this metal thing out. She goes, Joey, they're going to come. I go, I'm going, I, you know what? I'm out of this mess. I'm going to my room. I'm going to play Animal Crossing. Right. Go to my bedroom. Play Animal Crossing. She goes, well, well, cause I, I can see anyone coming to the house from my bedroom. So like, tell us when they're coming, right? Tell us when they're coming. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm lying playing Animal Crossing. Adam, all of a sudden. No. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is that? I look outside. They, sh- <laughs> they show up. I just see an ice cream truck. Did they really have the music on, though? I, I mean, really? Is this for comedic effect? <laughs> so I go, they're, they're here. Here's the weird story is... As I say that, right when they show up, my dad had one of those like long magnetic sticks and was able to get it, grab it. They try it out. Dryer works. Nobody was the wiser. And they put it and everybody asked the same question. Here's what's funny is they ice cream trucks aren't as big as you think. I mean, they're big. They couldn't fit both the washer and dryer in there. So, um, because when they, when they left, they, my parents were like, Oh, we got, we got to take now one of them. I don't know which one it was. I go, did you give you any ice cream? And they're like, no. I'm like, what? That's the whole thing. They got to kick it a, 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 a strawberry shortcake or something, right? So they, well, we'll take. A, oh. So they, uh, they went, but they were offered free ice cream, but they turned it down. So I've been sitting on that story. That's why I have a list of stories. I've been saving the stories. I have a list of stories that. Um, what happened? All right, but Adam, uh, now that we're we're here, it's a it's a new thing. Now it's time for we're gonna explain the new cooking segment. It's time for cooking with Adam and Joe. So uh, before we get to today's recipe, it's not really a new cooking segment. You just got tired of me picking these crazy ass fifty mm-hmm. ingredient recipes yeah. that take five days of yeah. pre work before yeah. you you know yeah. yeah. We're at the, like they have like a like a sourdough starter and shit like that. Like, what is yeah. going on? Like, I just want something like that you can throw together that's simple, delicious, throw it around in thirty minutes. So, mm-hmm. for Christmas this year, for a lot of my friends, I decided I well, I okay, I thought I'm just gonna get cookbooks for people, right? And so I sat down to make a list. I'm like, table the latte boy, what kind of cookbook would he like? I think he would like Milk Street's Cookish, right? Which is uh, you, it's it's the whole point of it is just to throw it together. There's never more Wouldn't than I Taylor can like any cookbook that that features donuts prominently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, anything like that. But like it only there's six ingredients, 
right? The whole point is never more than six ingredients. They just kind of throw it together, blah, 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 blah. Well, Taylor will like uh, cookish. And then I go, John Paul will like cookish. Mercedes and Chris will. I'm going to get everybody cookish. And I'm especially going to get Adam jo- Joseph Adam Burns cookish. Because not only he's my friend, I want to get him a Christmas present, but also, so this is going to be for 2021. We're going to cook every recipe out of, not every recipe out of the book, but every recipe we do is going to be out of this book. There's too many recipes for the year, but uh, out of this book. And I let you choose yeah. the first recipe. Now, by the way, yes. if you want to cook along with us, I'm making no money from this, right? Go to Amazon buy this book. I actually think I've made multiple recipes from this book already. I made one the other day. Use the code throwing down at checkout. Nope. No code. Look, I'll be honest with you. I didn't get my Amazon Associates thing set up in time, but in time we will, right? (laughs) But right now, if you go and get it, it, you know, uh, if you go and get it, uh, it's it's a nice book. And Adam chose, and he chose page. Now, by the way, the, the whole point is supposed to be super simple. And I'm going to tell a story about this. Super simple, throw it together, cookish. What it is, right? I now, saw in that- my defense, before you tell this story, yeah, you said, Adam, the entire book. Yeah. Super simple ingredients, mm-hmm. only six. You probably have all the ingredients in your pantry. Yeah. This is a foolproof book. I, 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 I had using. already made several recipes out of this cookbook. And I'm like, right. oh, I happen to have all these things, right? Yeah. Now, I do have an herb garden, in fairness. But, yeah, okay. So Adam goes, I'll do page 195, with it, which is chicken and orzo soup with garlic and paprika. Yep. And now, I did tell you this on the phone. This is not your fault. This is something that I've noticed. I don't know what the effect is. I've Because I've, I've, I've had people ask for sweet paprika before in other recipes. There's something to do with sweet paprika is for, and also it's also known as Hungarian paprika. You might know it is under that um, Turkish paprika sometimes, right? You it used to be it was a, as a supermarket staple. I think because of COVID and because of importing or whatever, it's impossible to find. I and drove, I'm wondering. Yeah. So I have smoked paprika. I'm wondering how much different it would taste. I looked it up. With a regular old just smoked paprika, you know? I love they're just different things. I don't know. So you actually you went, did you go to Whole Foods or something? What'd you do? No, I bought it on Amazon. Oh you yeah, told yeah. me to buy, it, so yeah. I bought it on Amazon. I wish I would have because it's only eight dollars and it came out like a day or something like that, right? Um, I, I I had to go, Adam. It was such a nightmare. I went to every supermarket in my city. I went to Trader Joe's. I went. I found a Middle Eastern market ten miles away, like a big Middle Eastern supermarket there. And I called them first because I was yelling at. I wasn't yelling at Aiden. I was yelling on the phone, and Aiden was sick of it. He's like, "Well, before, I'm, I'm driving to this Middle Eastern market six miles away, ten miles away." And he goes like, "Well, why don't you call before you go?" I call there. Like, yeah, we have it. I go. They don't have it. You know who let it ha- was Whole Foods, and I bought Whole Foods entire. Whole Foods supply of smoke of uh, sweet paprika but that said let's actually talk it's going to be a side business for you anyone who wants to make this recipe contact joe to buy no some it wasn't that paprika. much it was only like two or three but now because you chose this recipe uh i have my thoughts but what, what give me your thoughts on the the experience of cooking it all that stuff well um 
Not only so I you know what? I don't know if my local stores had sweet paprika because you called me mm-hmm. before I had gone to the store and you said you're not gonna be able to find it. Mm-hmm. You should just order it on Amazon. So I immediately just ordered it on Amazon because I thought if he can't find it in LA, there's no way I'm gonna find it. And I ordered it, and so I didn't even look. So I didn't even look. I don't know. But I go in, and I we had already done our grocery shopping, and I completely forgot to buy the Orzo. Mm-hmm. And so I said, hey, Mark, i got to make a really – I've got to cook today. I've got to cook this because we're recording tomorrow because I, I literally just cooked this yesterday. Yeah. So – and we had gone to the grocery store on Saturday, but I forgot the Orzo. So I said, I've got to make a quick run to Walmart. We usually do our grocery shopping at Walmart. I get a discount. Yeah. And normally they have a pretty good selection, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I got to run in really quick and get this. And so we went and I look high and low, no Orzo, mm-hmm. no Orzo. So then I was Googling, I was Googling, okay, what are substitutions for Orzo? Cause I looked on their app none of the Walmarts in the area had Orzo. And I thought it would be, that would be a, an ingredient that just yeah. about anybody would have. Yeah. I thought I'd even seen orzo anywhere. They didn't. They didn't have any. So, uh, so I was looking. So, arborio rice are good subs is a good substitution. Yeah, apparently. I was gonna say like rice or something. Like that. Yeah. And uh, then there was a couple of different types of pasta. But Mark said, "Well, why don't we just try?" So, and oh, oh my god, it was so busy when we went on Sunday afternoon, and there was a line, and it was horrible. But anyway, so he's like, "Why don't we just try?" Harps, which is our kind of a local employee-owned grocery store. Yeah. And I said, sure, okay. They probably won't if Walmart doesn't have it. So I went there and they they had Orzo. So uh yeah. I was able to get it finally. So the cooking, it's super simple. Yeah. I, I you just take you know, you just take tomato paste and and the and garlic garlic and olive oil and you cook that until it gets a little darker. And then you add your paprika and mint, cook that a little bit until it gets fragrant. And then you add your chicken and water, and that's about it. And you let it simmer. You have to shred the chicken afterwards, and then you pour, you put the orzo in, and that's it. Yeah. Um. So what did I think? So it was super simple to make. Super simple to make. Um, I really liked the mint flavor in the in the soup. I, I really enjoyed that. I thought overall it was a very tasty soup. I enjoyed it. What did Mark think? He liked it as well. He said it was really good. I, you know, normally, well, not normally, sorry. I, I thought that the orzo was not going to be enough. Mm-hmm. When I first put the orzo in there, I thought this seems like a really small amount for the amount of water yeah. that's in here. Mm-hmm. It really puffs up quite a bit. And as it sits there on the, you know, you know, it sat there after while we were eating and stuff. Mm-hmm. If now there's not near now the leftovers, the orzo is so big mm-hmm. there doesn't seem like there's enough soup left or enough broth left. But anyway, mm-hmm. the flavor was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, in fact, I'm having leftovers for dinner tonight. I'm going to tell you, my dad's really picky. Well, just a, a, a little side bonus for going to the Middle Eastern market because they do have some bizarre ingredients in here. Like on 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 this, it says. Um, Optional garnish, a dollop of yogurt or squeeze of lemon or torn fresh mint or a sprinkle of Aleppo pepper. And I was like, I could, but then I go to, when I was looking for the crush for the smoked paprika at this Middle Eastern yeah. market, they had Aleppo pepper, 
So I picked yeah. it up and I got to try it and I think I I can't say enough. It was a big hit here. My mom loved it. My dad loved it. I loved it. Uh, it's it's. It, I was surprised for how easy it was, how tasty it was. Yeah, it was very it was very flavorful. And like I said, I really liked the mint. You normally think of mint. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't eat a lot of Middle Eastern type foods. Occasionally, I'll do. Um, and I don't know how popular mint is in that, but I, I would think that that's one of the things that they use in savory dishes that maybe mm-hmm. we don't. In the U.S., we use mint mostly in sweet things mm-hmm. or in iced tea or something like that. And mm-hmm. so I really enjoyed having the mint in there. But yeah, it did for as little ingredients as it had, it was super flavorful. The only thing that I – it's not a flavor thing, but it is a little oily. So like the oil never mixes in. The, the oil kind of – rises to the top. Oh, mine wasn't very oily, the, and I wonder why that was. Well, maybe I used too much. I, it said three tablespoons, but, yeah, no, you I know, didn't. I didn't measure the olive oil. I just kind of glug, glug, glug yeah. like they do, you know, so maybe I put too much. But, uh, I mean, the flavor was great. It's just that it all kind of the oil kind of rose to the top of the yeah. The no, pot. I, 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 guys, get this book. I, I cannot recommend this dish higher like it was so good and so like i'm saying you could have this done in under well i say done in under 30 minutes but also for half of that time you're you could be doing other things because it's it's really just throwing all this stuff in a pot and then it it simmers for a while the chicken's cooked and then you shred the chicken while the oars is cooking it's not there's not much to it now i use i did do one substitution Mm -hmm. of course (laughs) um I'm trying to start watching my diet again, and so I did chicken breast instead of thighs because chicken breasts are lower calorie and have less fat. So, uh, wait, wait, okay, I'm gonna say this. Is what I'm gonna say, fine, great, right? And it tasted great. Oh so, no, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm know, not denying good. that. But then, wouldn't you then? Uh, this is the question here, right? Wouldn't you then be really careful? With your oil and not just be, I just glug, glug, glug it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I, I was trying to follow the recipe as closely as possible. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I made a substitution, but olive oil is healthy for you. That's so, true. all right, well, I, I'm going to give it an A, maybe even A plus. Yeah, I, me too. Yeah. All right. So now I'm going to choose a recipe. If you're following along and Adam, and I could, Taylor could follow along, right? Cause he has this book. Yep. Um, page 120 pasta with sausage, onion, and grainy mustard okay now I'm going to tell you something I'm going to cheat here but I'm going to help you out here I've made this already I've already made it and they say at the bottom of the recipe optional garnish ricotta cheese okay Yes. I'm gonna tell you, it's it, it's good without it, but I don't think it's. I think it's it's a must. But it's it's option. I know you're trying to watch your weights. So maybe you don't want to have it. it. It's still good without it. But I'm just saying the ricotta cheese really did add something to this to the point where I think it's okay. a part of it. But uh, page one twenty, pasta with sausage, onion, and grainy mustard, which are weird ingredients you think wouldn't work. Fantastic. I'll probably you know I'll make it again before we we. We okay. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Page one twenty. 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 Page one twenty.
page 120. I saw that one actually, and it looked good to me. So, yeah, yeah you, could, looking, you know what? I'll be honest forward. with you. Having had it, you could probably do turkey sausage and be fine with it, or chicken sausage. You know. So. Yeah, that would be good because that would be better for my Weight Watchers. Yeah. And you don't you don't put the ricotta mustard has. I'm sure you can have as much mustard as you want. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the pasta might be tricky there, but. Uh. All right, um, well, Adam, you know it's been almost an hour already. I know we usually do two stories. Oh no, it's 48 minutes. Oh, okay, never mind. We're good. What do you what, do? You have any other stories? Um, let me think. Why don't do you have another story? I think you have a buttload of stories, so why I don't do. you tell a story? Okay. So years ago, five or six years ago, maybe more. I can't remember why. I still can't remember why. I've racked my brain here. Uh, one Cameron. Do you remember Cameron? Yes. I can't remember why he had gotten an account with this online bank named Simple. Have you ever heard of Simple? It's an online bank. Yeah, I think Daniel used to have an account with them. Yeah. Are they online only? They're online only, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I got an account for something. There was something we needed to do. I don't remember what it was. I think what it was, if I, have, if I remember correctly, they have this thing where you can, like, save money together with someone else on Simple. You have, like, a little joint savings account that's just, you just do. I think it has something to do with that. We were saving for something. Oh, wait. We're done with the cooking segment. Hold on. Let me get out of this. So, um, we got it. And then we broke up. I stopped using it. Then I started using it. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll make this, like, my Uber money and just, like, that way I don't have to have, like, my regular debit cards out in the world. I'll just have this there, right? I did that for a while. And then I just stopped. I just didn't use it for a long time. I think there was maybe a dollar in there. And for years. Years, right? And then I recently came up with this idea that, because, uh... With COVID now, I've, I've tutored a little bit online, and it is just fantastic. It has changed. I used to hate tutoring. I was like, oh, I can't wait to be done with this. But I think I hated driving and going to people's creepy houses. <laughs> so now, Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would. So now with COVID and this Zoom calls that people have accepted now, God, I love tutoring again. That's what I was doing earlier. I was tutoring a kid. I make a fucking boatload of money doing it. I do it in my sleep, essentially. It's great. So I said, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to set everything up where I put all my tutoring money in this account and it pays like my medical insurance premiums. Maybe even I'll get to my out-of-pocket, I know I will, my out-of-pocket maximum. But, but that way it's all there. It's all from one account, right? So I go, I have this simple account, right? Okay. I have this simple account. Why don't we start now? And so I think I had like $400 in this account, Right. And about a couple of weeks ago, I'm at home playing video games, right? And I get this alert on my phone, and it says, um, $35 charge, naturalapex.com, simple. I go, that's fucking weird. And so I Google natural apex, and it says, um, it's a CBD oil company. So I go, oh, well, let me go and, like, uh, dispute this charge, right? I think I know where this is going. <laughs> so simple. I I no, I don't think you do. So simple. Okay. So simple has this dumb policy, right, where you can't dispute the charge until it's processed, 
right? So you go, well, let me call them and tell them. I call? Because it, like it was like a Saturday night. It was. It was Saturday night. Like Saturday at 5. I know that one. Like Saturday at 5 p.m. Okay. Like, um, we're closed. We're only open Monday through Friday from 7 to 3 p.m. Pacific. And then on Saturday from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. And I'm like, what kind of bank is this? So I have to wait till Monday, right? So then I'm yeah. like, whatever. So whatever, right? I'll just deal with it then. So I go back. I'm playing video games. Ding, ding, ding. Play Ancient Oh, Icon. no. It's, I'm like, holy fucking shit, right? So I jump in my car. By the time I get to the ATM to pull the money out, there are only $40 left in the oh account. Oh, my goodness. There are only $40 left in the account. And I'm like, holy shit. I pull the $40 out, right? And now I have to wait till Monday to talk to them, right? Or call or do anything. And they all have to right. – they they, they, if it's pending, you can't dispute it, right? The next day, right? The next day. Uh, one of them, PlayAsia.com, says, um, you know what? Uh, I don't, they must have figured out in their internal systems that it was fraudulent. So they refund the $150 or I think it was $100 back into my account. So I see that and I go, I'm fucking going there right now, right? And it was raining. And my parents were like, we don't want you going by yourself. I don't know what they I think they thought the crooks were hanging by the ATM machine. So they drive me. I forget the debit card. I have to go back to the house. And we go back to there to get the debit. By the time I got to the ATM, they had already taken out $50. So I think so I think they had put back $150. Because then I got another 100 out. So now I'm $140 I have of my $400. But you had 400 I had 400 but luckily, yeah. at that same time, right as we're in the car, one of the charges processes, and this is, I will say this, I'm able to dispute it, and when you when you dispute it, you can do a few things. You can list the other ones, okay? Okay. And so I got to choose the other ones I was disputing, and you can finally lock the account. I couldn't do that. I couldn't lock it until then. That seems weird that you can't just lock your account whenever you want to. I know. I know. A piece, I'm, I'm going to get my fucking money back, and I'm going to close this fucking account, right? Daniel loved them. He used to be like, oh, it's so great. No, horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Right? So then, so then, finally, let me tell you this. After days of this and then, the, the, the going through the... By last week, I had 350 of my $400 back. And every time they put it back in my account... I would take it right out and put it back in my other account, right? My safe Wells Fargo account, okay? $50 left. So, and that's still pending because they're like disputing the chart. I think even as of now, right? The other day, I'm on the phone with Adam Vaught, right? We're talking. He, I've, I've been keeping up to date on this. He's telling me some stupid story I don't care about, right? And I go, breaking news. I got an email from Simple. They're closing down. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, we're closing I, down. I want, the CBD thief just ran them out of business. Yeah, yeah. they had to cover all the. <laughs> yeah, and so Adam Vox was like, oh, "We're gonna we're gonna finish up all our accounts, but we're done. We're simple as done. You can move your money out, you know." And I'm like, "Yeah, you still owe me fifty bucks. Look, here's a deal. 
I think I'll get the fifty dollars back, but if I don't, lesson learned. I mean, I don't know what to do. I mean, I, I lesson learned. I didn't do anything wrong. So I don't know why I didn't lesson learned. But like, don't do don't I do use, online banks. I use Bank of America. Yeah, and, no, I use uh, Wells Fargo. Maybe they're evil. I don't know. Some people may say, you know, big corporate evil, whatever, yeah. but they are fantastic. Yeah. No. Now, they do charge a lot of fees for things mm-hmm. that just are irritating. Mm-hmm. But but as far as their app is great, mm-hmm. the everything that they – it's I've never had a problem. I've been using them for mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. probably 15 years. I'm so. telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. I – uh I'm not going to ever use an online. Oh, oh, interesting turn of this story. Remember when I told you I could, um, I could challenge it once, uh, it, it processed the one that I don't remember what it yeah. was. I think it was actually the CBD oil company. The one, the one that processed first, when I clicked on it, it said that the charge was made in, in the Seattle, Washington area. You know who lives in the Seattle, Washington area? Does Cameron live in Seattle? He moved to the Seattle, Washington area. So when you started telling the story, mm-hmm. I thought the way it was going to turn was because mm-hmm. you said you and Cameron had used this account to save together. Well, no, he had his own simple I, account. Yeah. Okay. Well, I had thought that somehow as part of that, maybe he had access to yours or something and that you had had much more money mm-hmm. than the $400 and yeah. he had been – using your account that's yeah. that's where i thought you were gonna go no i there had been zero dollars and like maybe a do- I'm not even like a oh. dollar for like five years since we broke up or something like that so but 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 adam i may have given like, i couldn't i could see because it wasn't it was never been my main bank account it's always been just this random account i could see there being a thing like oh hey you know because we were dating i was like oh yeah here's my username and password you know yeah. i could see it that like I don't know that he knows when I have money in the account or something. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, you have any stories there, Adam Burns? No, I'm good. All right. Well, we're actually right at an hour, so why don't we call it a day there? Um, all right. Well, um, do you what, what would what would you say was your quote of the year for 2020? I think you have it on recording, if I'm if not mistaken. I love black people. Thank you for listening to Throwing Down with Adam and Joe. Follow Adam Burns on Twitter at GeekyGayTV. You can also email Adam Burns at adamburns.uk at gmail.com or visit his website at geekygay.com. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Throwing Down is an Afterthought Media podcast.